Hello Dorkers, welcome again this week. Joining me as always, Chris Judd's third cousin from Queensland, Matthew Judd. Yeah, brought to you by Riverside Landing Semsav Blanc, the vintage of 2017. It's getting me through this app. It was a $4 white wine I picked up from the local bottle shop. Oh, I can't complain with that. We're, I don't we're even up... know where it's from actually. Where is it from? Oh, wine of Australia. Oh, that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Done. How you been, mate? Oh, excellent. We're up and about this week, starting off awfully chirpy, and I think it's because the boys cracked a ton. We've got the four points. I think we're on a three-game losing streak, but it feels a lot chirpy. Well, we're on a one-game winning streak now. Hey, glass half full. At footy this week, I wore my Dockers Guernsey and then skins, and I have Dockers shorts, and I wore them too. And people were like, you're a wanker, you're wearing matching kit. And I was like, mate, last win in six months, I'm going to get around it. Uh, whatever, bro. It's all right. The guy that said that wears a helmet, so yeah. he's the puss. I, it's, I feel like people at your football club haven't learned yet just to let you be because insulting yeah. you, what people don't understand, you insult Juddy and you might be right, you might have him, but what's going to come back is a lot of shouting. It's just not worth the trouble. Yeah, like He is going to wear you down quicker than you're going to wear him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't outlast me. You can't you outshout wear- me. You got to wear the colours on a winning week. Uh, winning week I do often. Training and there's a guy. There's a guy here at my club that's also a Freo fan. He was actually at that Collingwood game in Melbourne with me, on that big weekend in Melbourne, and um, he wears his like Dockers jumper down. I wear it down. Everyone gets around it. Everyone loves hmm. it. Mainly, no one loves it. Yeah, got to get around, especially a week like that. Got up against Carlton. Um, we got a big, not as big as last week, not as good as Gaffgate, but I mean, we're going to get through the game. This week, we've got some punting to jump into. We've got some exciting news with Monday and Fife. And also, technically, Walters is back. He's back and better than ever. The guy that we thought was injured (laughs) is playing, and the guy that we thought was fine because he got sent back on in Luke Ryan is injured. So, go figure. Dockers, the Dockers medicos just love keeping us guessing. Yeah, (laughs) we don't know. Couple of TBAs. (laughs) Yeah, like, we're not quite so... Maybe we'll get Juddy to talk about how they could have got that wrong. We don't know. Juddy's never really good for the... Should be really good with the physio-medical side, but haven't really brought a lot to the show. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they get people don't want to hear that. People no. don't want to hear facts. No, they don't want to hear they want <laughs> People want to hear opinion and rumour. Random stories. <laughs> and random stories of people they don't know anything about. Yeah, well, let's dive, let's dive into it because we've got four points. Everyone wants to hear the scoreline. I want to hear it because it's going to take you ages to say the Dockers' final score because it's three points finally. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's a three-syllable yeah. number. Um, so 15-11-101 to 10-12-72. In our Dockers thread with five minutes to go, we were like all praying, like, please hit 100 points. Mm. <laughs> and then it got there. I think we missed an easy one and then kicked the last goal to make it 101. And we were like, yes. Yeah, it was a mini victory within a victory. It was a, it was a weird match. Um, oh, the first half nearly killed me. 
Ben. Yeah, the first half would, especially after we clawed our way back and then gave away those two late goals to half-time, um, was yep. really disappointing. The second quarter and the fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure, were separated by point, maybe. I think it was like four uh, goals. Yeah, so it was three. Four goals, three to four well, two goals, goals two. two. Yeah, two goals, two down after quarter time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and you're right. And the last quarter was separated. It was a draw. So, like... It was one of those odd games where one yeah, quarter... Yeah, they won it by point or something like that. Usually yeah. we're on the other end of that kind of where the teams get a, get away, get ahead for a quarter, and it's like the contest was really even. Yeah. Except there was one quarter where the Dockers... And I think this is what referred to what Ed Langdon was talking about, where the wins were better. Beating Carlton in that way where they kind of dropped off. They were pretty strong to start, and then they dropped off for a quarter and we just really took advantage. Mm. And when we started piling on goals... They just came, like, seven-goal quarter, um, pretty good effort. There were a lot of, like, finally just started to get those easy goals, not like 10, ten years hard labour. Yeah. Well, interestingly, for the third quarter, seven goals to none. Like, it was what we do to teams. They kick two behinds, we kick mm. seven goals, three. Um, and that's usually the reverse. Like, we're yeah. up by a goal, and then we go goalless, <laughs> and, and we get we spanked. Like, I honestly reckon in that third quarter, we could have kicked more. Like, there was still, like... We had more opportunities. If there's one thing this game nearly killed me with, and probably the last few weeks as well, it was the the decent chances or looks that we get, and we'd stuff it up somewhere 30 Mm. to 60 metres out from goal. And you're just like, oh, man. Like, when we kept trying to pass in the first quarter, like, someone would go back to have a shot from 40, try and pass it, turn it over and they'd run it up the other end for a goal. And it's like, uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. But yeah, I was very frustrated. So I watched the first half at home. There was a lot of expletives. I got in trouble a few times from Beck for being too loud. And then she was like, Let's, we're, going, we're going out for dinner. And I was like, all right, I'll come. And then went out for dinner at an Indian place, pretty nice Indian place in Brisbane. If you guys are over there, it's called Punjabi Palace. It's lovely. Ooh, get around it. Get around it. Oh, so and, um, a, not an official sponsor Local knowledge. Yet. No, well, well, yeah, they could, they could get on board. They they love their footy. They love their dockers down at Punjabi Palace. But um, I saw the score. Like we kept jumping. Like our our score worm just kept kept jumping. So I basically mm. watched the last quarter and a half on my phone at dinner. <laughs> yeah, would have been worth it. There was, um, it was really good to see the forward line seem to function. It was like. After half time, yes. Yeah, yeah it, we started to get some reward for effort and um, really liked the look of Cox, Catfish, and um, the big man finally back in some form, grabbing Tabs. Up. Yeah, well, Tabs clunk. You would have been pretty nice. happy with um, Darty McCrafty's game. Oh, mate, besides. Best game of the Dockers, easily, I think. Yeah, At, I in, think in an official two. game. Like, he kicked six in a preseason game, but, like. Yeah. I think this is his best game as a docker in AFL. He and there was just like I I was consciously watching the forward line now they were running. Yeah, you did like mention this. Talk were, us through that. It was just watching them on a few in in third and the fourth particular. There were a few where they just like finally created some separation from each other and they would move lead in separate but not even lead in separate it just like drag players away so they'd head to the ball and just leave themselves out of it for the player behind or create space and there'd be a long kick in and they could finally contest one-on-one which I think is all you have to like all you really want 
is just to get one on one. If they lose them, then that's all right. But you just hope that one, you know, that they might win more than they lose or bring it to the ground. But they were just working quite well to create those opportunities. And especially Cox. Cox seems so much more, and both of them do as well with Tabernard as number one, I think. Um, Cox and McCarthy um, breaking off as like the the seconds and the thirds. Because McCar- I don't know who um, McCarthy ended up on. I think it was on Silvani. Uh, yeah, he was on um, Jack Silvani, wrote his name is, who's a Brumby. I think I love Duck getting stuck into him. He's a Brumby. He just sucks. He's not that good. Yeah. And he's not a good backman. Uh, and I hate that he wears number one and wears long sleeves all the time. It's like, mate, build your own path. Like yeah, even Gary Ablett so wore a different number. At home, um, playing on that second or third. Uh, McCarthy did, On the third. He needs to be yeah, on the third because yeah. the third defender isn't going to be athletically gifted slash too tall or strong. Yeah. The third defender is going to be like playing on Jono. Yeah. So it's like that's where he benefits. And he's not huge like Cox. He's no. not, you know, he's not powerful. He's sort of rangy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who he's like, really, as another player in a different team. But he definitely um, seemed to clunk a few. And, but, like, Tapenau still took his six... He took six marks in the game, but he definitely contested a lot. He's able he brought to, lots but, to ground. Oh, man. So he doesn't get beaten. Than, Cox gets beaten. Tapenau doesn't, I think, yeah, is the... I think he's just more than likely to bring it to ground. But a lot of players were up and about. I mean, Wilson, Wilson was up to 24 disposal, 22 kicks. Yeah. Um, well, that's what you want from him, isn't yeah. it? You want and him Dooman kicking and everything. Langdon, um, the back line seemed to be firing. Lucky Neal's second half. Oh, Rob Dog might be playing. I think Rob Dog, Rob Dog played golf with Lucky Neal this week. Like Ooh. second, like a tee off apart, and he said, "Oh, they were they booked a different tee off, so they're going to play like with each other next week." But he reckons he had a chat to him again. And Rob Dog's creeping in on all these Dockers guys. He's trying to get Pav in too. Oh, mate, we are soon, soon going to have one of them on Dork Talk. Oh, I reckon. Via Rob Dog. But what did you think overall for having... I was just more excited to see the whole... With Tabernar in it and the forward line structure. Yeah, I, I think the really, really good signs on that point were... Um, there was one play where we got a mark, a contested mark, 50, 60 out from goal. I think it was Tabernar, and then he kicked it in, and then Cox took a mark, and I was just like, that's all we need to take yeah. marks. Freo are allergic to taking marks, both like uncontested, like we dropped the chest mark, or contested the relieving mark that like, you know, you bomb it down the line, and all you need is the ruckman to take a mark, and then suddenly all the pressure is relieved, <laughs> and your yeah. team empties out, and you, you end up turning defence into attack. And we're just yeah. so allergic to that as a club for so long um, that it was really good to see like multiple contested marks in a row, which is what the Eagles do all the time. Mm. Um, I, I really, I really liked Mundy's game. Uh, his clearances were awesome. Langdon played really well. Lockie Neal was great. Talon Dooman. Now this brings up a little point that I want to talk about. Yeah, we need nicknames for a few players. The first one's Talon Dooman, and as I was talking with Duck on our Dockers thread, Dooman's new name is going to be Doodle Dooman, Doodle because Dooman. Ducky and he will always tell us, and I'm pretty sure he's told it on the Purple Rain a couple of times, and he's told me about a hundred times when he was in under 15s or something like that, um, kick six goals on a guy called Doodle Durak, who's like a spindly tall guy. 
Ducky, like Ducky refers to it as like the highlight of his sporting career. The time he kicked six on Doodle Doo Rack. And Dooman is a defender, a spindly defender. Uh, and I reckon it's Doodle Dooman. <laughs> we'll take that one. What about Switz, Switzstick? Switkowski. So this is another one we need a nickname for. Switzstick. Um, shout out, Nubes. Oh, shout out to Whitey. Whitey tried to ring us before and was trying to get, like, use Monkey as the, the medium between me and Whitey talking. <laughs> It didn't work very well, but I thought we'd shout him out because he's trying to get involved. Um, so, Switowski, or however you say it. So, shout out to Noobs. He came up with Switzerland, and I reckon the Swiss multivite is my one. So, anything Swiss. Swiss um, yeah. And what about good. Gyro? Gyro is a pretty good name by itself, but I reckon we can have a nickname. Like well, the Biro. Should we call it? No, what about, you know, Gyro's in G Y R O? What about the kebab? Gyroscope. Oh, the kebab, like, you know, gyros, like the... Euros. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, Euros. <laughs> Damn it. going to get smoked for that. Yeah, that wasn't good. Lucky Euros. we're not Greek. Um, we'll who was the other guy we're talking about? Um, yeah, it's delicious food. Um, Michael Johnson, turn back the clock. Oh, that's what um, we wanted to go through. Johnson was, Johnson was epic. Um, yeah. And I have liked his return. And just, you just kind of... I feel bad because we bagged him. You're like, oh man, we bagged him so hard. Not that he would listen, not that many people listen, but you just feel like, just kind of happy that he's come back in and back reminding you why, kind of why you liked him, I suppose, or like why he was in yeah. there. Or... Well, I think we were talking about just before, off air. Um, it's really, I'm really glad that he got the opportunity to tear up a game one more time close to his retirement. Yeah. Um, and luckily it was Carlton because I don't think he'll get to do that this week against Geelong Ooh. or against Collingwood. Um, but, you know, like he's had a really good game within the last few games of his career. It like showed that he still had it sort of, but, you know, it's not consistent. But, you know, he'd be feeling pretty good. I reckon he, like if he came out and retired this week, no one would fault him. Everyone would be like, man, like good stuff. I would retire after that too. Yeah. Like, rather a- than going down to Geelong and getting spanked. <laughs> it must be, it must seriously come tough when it's like, it's his time to go. He gets dropped to waffle after doing everything, and then he still keeps up his form and everything like that, and comes back in and um, and does like it must. I don't know. It's a it's a weird it's a weird game AFL how he just slots back in and does that, and it's just you just expect yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's good on. Yeah, him. no, I like it. I reckon it's good um, with Jono. I don't I like. I've always liked him as a player and he, a person, but he just definitely dropped off in terms of his yeah. ability and his age, and it was like sad to watch him go out yeah. there and get spanked so it's I'm really glad he got a swan song and Definitely. that'll probably be it um, for good games that he plays like I'd love him to kill it this week but I don't think he will how about so Dooman missed out on the uh, rising star had oh. 27 touches <laughs> oh man you know it like unless Frio are playing at the MCG no Frio player is going to get the rising star basically that's kind of I mean, 27 touches, 8 marks. Like, yeah. 20, um, 27 with 20 kicks as well. Like yeah, he's, mate. He's, he, he had a day out. He had a day, absolute day out, um, uh, and which just, is ludicrous. So whatever. Like, I don't really... I think Randog said it. It's like, who cares about Rising Stars? It's just it's just good little, like... Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure... Good little reinforcement Palmer, of our program, I guess. I'm pretty sure our mate Palmer won one, didn't he? 
he won the whole thing. He, he won the rising star. Yeah. He beat Cyril Rioli, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he deserves it. He sells a lot of real estate. Yeah, he does too. He goes he jogging. He a lot of real estate. Goes anyway, jogging, we, random paths. Should we jump into probably the highlight of the game? And that was the most dockery of docker <laughs> yeah. free kicks in the history of docker free kicks. In and this will segue into some dockery moments. Which Mate, there's I one other... A list. There's one other free kick that outdoes the play on advantage out, out of bounds one from the weekend. That's the obvious one we're talking about where it was it was advantage. The, where I think um, someone got pushed after the mark and kicked it behind or pushed after they kicked it, got the behind and the umpire came back to ask, do you want to take the behind or have your kick? And they asked, I think it was Essendon. I think it was Frio Essendon. And the umpire no, just... No, no. Are you talking about what happened? Did you listen to the Purple Rain? No. It's Freo Essendon. They asked, they asked the Essendon player. They asked the wrong player. What do you no, want to no. do? So this was, this was at Siren Gate, man. This was St Kilda. So um, the siren went. All the Dockers celebrated. The umpire was lighting up. Play on. He balled it up. Someone got, the, got a free kick. They kicked a point. No, no, no. So someone kicked it. Um, Kicked a point, got pushed as they kicked it. The umpire asked, <laughs> like the player, "Do you want another shot?" He's like, "Ah, uh, yes, I do." <laughs> and then they kicked another point for a draw. I've it seen, was ludicrous. I've seen the same, well, similar one. I'm pretty sure it was no, it was the Dockers against Essendon, and they came. I'm, I'm confident it was long, long rival. And they've done the same thing, but they've asked the Essendon, they've asked the defender, like do you ask the wrong kick? players. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Let's go. So, on to the so the dockers, moments, the dockery thing. So, Tabernar gets a free kick on the boundary line on the wing. The ball gets spoiled away, sort of towards the boundary line. Brad Hill runs towards it, and it ball rolls just over the line. Brad Hill gathers it. The umpire calls play on, as in advantage. So Brad Hill's like, okay, like, and just runs off. The boundary umpire goes, no, that was out. So the umpire goes to bring it back <laughs> and then goes, oh, no, because you took the advantage, which is like he just went and grabbed the ball because he didn't know it was a free kick yet. And then they paid a throw in. It was the most ludicrous thing that could... And the, only Frio, only Frio that could happen to. Dermot Brereton was like on the TV and he's like, oh, it's up to the player to take, you know... Brad Hill's taken and called the advantage. And it's yeah, like, but Bra- well, I think no. I think he thought Brad Hill took it out of bounds. He didn't. The ball was out of bounds when he gathered it. <laughs> yeah, how's that? That is so ludicrous. I want the AFL to come out and be like, yeah, that was ludicrous. Like common sense rules. By definition of the name of the law, it's wrong. Because a throw in's not advantage. Well, so what what um Dermy was saying is that no longer is it up to the umpire to decide whether it's advantage or not. If you go to grab the ball and run off, they pay advantage unless everyone's stopped. But if the ball's rolled out of bounds, then that is akin to all players stopping. The ball has gone out. Like, I can't run and go get a ball and then you call advantage and go, oh, no, you're already out. So that's a throw in. It's ludicrous. That was a bizarre. That was only at a Freo game, mate. Like, literally, the umpire may as well have taken the mark and gone back and had a kick. <laughs> literally, it's, it's fine. So, look, that might be a good segue. Do you want to go into my top dockery moments of 2018? Yeah. 
that one is <laughs> that one is number nine because there was another one in that game. <laughs> so number ten was the umpire getting hit by the ball or getting in the way of the players, <laughs> which happened against Carlton. That was awesome. That, I think that was in the third quarter as well. Yeah. Um, just get. It's not that hard to get out of the way. Like, come on. Move it. All right. Number eight was uh, Jono take, taking a kick in from an out of bounds on the full, and then running one direction, getting yeah. called to play on, and then changing direction, <laughs> and it's, while still out of bounds, the umpire had to throw it in. Jono. Uh, number seven, Langdon was. Uh, switching it back towards the goal square, defensive side, and accidentally kicked a rush behind. <laughs> Number six was being legitimately in the finals race and losing to Brisbane, who was 17th at home by like 40 points. Mm. That's very dockery. Five is also dockery, winning a game with less than 60 points offensively <laughs> against uh, Port. <laughs> Mate. I was up and about after that, I will not lie, but yeah, we did lose a game without, without kicking more than 10 goals in the score. Uh, four, goalless quarters in general. How many goalless quarters do we have? I reckon <sighs> one a game, we average. Yeah. Uh, number three, again, that Port game, we kicked 07 in a quarter, but still won the quarter. And that was our first quarter that we won in like nine quarters. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't kick a goal. We didn't kick a goal. Um, number two is when we had five on the bench. Uh, I forget, <laughs> I forget which which game that was, but we had five on the bench for ages, and then apparently one of the players noticed. I think um, Jack Jack Carrington Jones or Rendog told us this. Like the players, like Walters noticed. He's like, we have got five on here. Like, where are we? Like, man, what's going on? Are we still playing the sub rule? Yeah. Mate, number one, my absolute favourite, I reckon probably close to all time, thing that would only ever happen in a Dockers game to a Dockers player is Brandon Matera having a shot on goal and getting smothered by a pigeon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what about the um, the Pendleby Browns on top of Oh, the that was awesome. But the thing is, you see how that came back to him and worked yeah, out perfectly? That That's the difference. Player. The pigeon would eat the ball if it was a dog. No, the pigeon play. would have gone and kicked the goal for the opposition if that was Freo. Like, the pigeon would have <laughs> like stolen the ball and flown it through. <laughs> I can't make a pigeon noise. But if I or, like, the, or the umpire would have paid a free kick for high yeah. contact on the pigeon and, like, free kick to the opposition. Advantage <laughs> pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some quality. All right, so they were my, yeah, top nine dockery moments. Um, we are probably... Probably should... Shout out to everyone who's on the Facebook because next week we're going to get into the all-time greatest Dockers team. Yeah, so any player in any era, like what would be the best 22 of the Dockers plus your honourable men- mentions. Yeah, we might. Um, and we've, we've done up a few drafts and it's we a pretty sweet do. team actually. Yeah, Juddy actually has sent a draft of his and Walters isn't included in his team. No, not yet. Like I, I've no. chucked him in since... Um, so, I think Walters has still got too much ooh. of his career left, but he's actually older than Fife, who I put in the centre. So, yeah. So yeah. for everyone out there who we probably will put it on our Facebook to get everyone commenting if they want to. You don't have to do the whole team, but just maybe definites across any. Yeah. Any era. I've got Scotty I'll, Chisholm, Prince of Pockets in the back pocket. Pretty oof. much first player I put in. <laughs> Prince of the Pocket. Um, well, do you want to dive into some 
Do you want to have a punt? Oh, mate. Would love to. Oh, one other dockery thing we always do is give away ruck-free kicks at the end of a quarter in the defensive 50. Sean. That, unfortunately, that one for Sean Darcy probably wasn't there. But no, he seems but he, to he's, he's a killer free. at the final ruck yeah. knock where you just have to you know, contest. He yeah. gives away a free. Man, that's like the bizarre one in the Essendon-Hawthorne game. Like 40 seconds to go, two goals up. Segler gives away the most ridiculous ruck free. Essendon took advantage and Collier just bombs this thing through from 55. And literally yeah. like 40 seconds to go, you give away a dumb ruck free. Ten seconds later, Collier's slotting it from 50, and it's like, game on. Pretty ludicrous. Yeah, ruck freeze, are, if you're inside 50, it's like almost losing the hit-outs. That's fine. Like, Man, just contest. Make it so it's not easy for him to hit to like yeah. open and have enough numbers doing something around it that they can't get a free run. Yeah. So like, I'm not it's blaming. ludicrous that people it, it can get happens, runs out of those. Yeah, contests. it happens a lot in, in ruck contests, and it is... It kills you when you give away freeze. Um, yeah, inside, inside 50, 50, man. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's a classic place for Freo to give away a free kick as well. Mm-hmm. All right, do you want to have a punt? Yeah, so last week, Juddy got around Sydney. Mate, Sydney at 3.40. I am so angry that I didn't... I, f- I literally ran out of time. I just forgot to put money on it myself. Remember, I was like, I'm going to back them. They will beat Melbourne. Melbourne stink when they are the favourite. And Melbourne stunk. And Sydney won at three forty. Yeah, looking at the um, looking at the top eight and the ladder predictions and stuff like that. Poor Melbourne, uh, they're slipping down to that awkward zone. Well, Melbourne are in a very odd spot. They have the highest points for of any team, and they yeah. may miss final. It's pretty much like fantasy leagues. You know how there's always a person that has like the best team ever, but they keep losing these close games. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their best week against them. Haven't been a top eight team the whole year. No, yeah. They're just bullies, basically. Of uh, They're the um, Eagles of 2018. Well, they got but you bet on the Saints, who got smoked. Yeah. So I bet against Essendon, saying that they would drop off. However, this week... You're going to bet for Essendon. I am going to, on Friday night... Essendon are going to get up at $2.85. Against Richmond, hey? Yeah, um, Richmond have got some outs. Well, Richmond have rested p- players that weren't 110% ready. Yeah. Like Cochin and stuff. So, yeah, no, they could. I, I, that, I was looking at that too. That's smart money. So, $2.85. Um, that's my... I, I am going to go a little bit sneaky this week. Last time, Freo played Geelong in Geelong. I bet on Freo plus 49.5 points and they lost by three or something oh, yeah, <laughs> and should have won. Uh, this, this time I'm going to go Freo plus 33.5 points and that is paying $3. Because I reckon in a net, so we were talking about this before, the GMHBA, Geelong's home ground, is 110 metres wide. Um, the MCG is 145 or so, and Optus is 135, so it is a narrow ground. It's like a corridor. Freo zone up, uh, you know, we block space, we do whatever we do. I reckon we could be all right on a narrow ground. It's why we used to play well in Etihad, I think. Um, yeah, and it's why we've been playing, we play well down there. At, we skilled, often play well down we at do. Skilled. They've yeah. brought the boundaries in since someone hurt themselves or something. But... um. Yeah, no, I think we could get within 30 points. Like, I don't think we'll... I'm not going to 
be silly and say we're going to win because we're paying $10. But Geelong, I've never trusted. Basically, we need to just be in it enough at halftime, three-quarter time, like not get blown out of the water in the first quarter. And I reckon we're a chance, particularly with five back. Put it this way, Geelong aren't a dollar five. No, I don't I don't rate Geelong a dollar five against anybody, including like Gold Coast and Carlton. Yeah, I think that's ludicrous. I mean what's Winks paying on the weekend? Dollar twelve probably. Dollar <laughs> Exactly. Mm. Um no, Geelong are a very dodgy team. They have like five or six guys doing the work of eighteen guys. Um, a lot of passengers in that team. All right. Uh, NMRP, the only thing I had this week was, did you see the story about how Gaff and Brayshaw met up and Gaff got Brayshaw's mums and flowers? I did. And was that necessary to be reported to us? No. However, no, it, did it, come wasn't. From his, it did come from his brother on the AFL Exchange podcast. I did it. So I feel like it just, the source is... The source is is relevant. But I think the thing is that news people are just like, ooh, that gaff thing's got some legs still. Like, let's run that story. It's like, yeah, if there like, was any integrity, exactly. If there was any integrity, it'd be like, we don't need to know that. Like, let's yeah. put that on like somewhere deep online. Like, yeah, you can access it, but we're not going to like yeah, that was try and gain listeners or readers or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, we're finally hopefully seeing the end of that. Yeah, maybe. Well, did um, you want to... Apparently, have... Gaff got offered... This is hot news. Gaff got offered $1.2 a year by North Melbourne, which means oh, he'll, he'll probably go. sign with the Eagles like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think he'll go. I think, I, think he, I think he's out of here. I think that incident means he's more likely to leave as well. Yeah. Go right. somewhere where no one actually watches like North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we... Do you want to get into... Well, can we go to that one listener question that we had? The one listener question that so didn't come, yeah, we forgot. Didn't go I got a, it was a public holiday in Queensland yesterday, and we were going to record yesterday. And I got a little bit excited on the beers slash wines, and I texted Monkey at about six pm Western Standard Time. I was like, "Oh, mate, I think I'm out." <laughs> and then he said, "Oh, just post a thing for questions on the Facebook." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll do it now." Didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> went camping. Um, so we've got a question from Jack Carrington-Jones who is an avid listener and member of our recording team he said instead of Johnny Jenny the Docker is Jenny the Docker well side note already so the the chicks team have Jenny the Docker no there's two mascots at the Dockers game really yeah male and female oh wow that's new um would you rather yeah, Frio just got a drunk Wharfie to do the pump to, to pump up the crowd? I would always say yes to that. Well, you mate. could ask me any question. Would you rather a drunk Wharfie? <laughs> probably say yes. Who Unless would you it was like surgery. <laughs> drunk Wharfie. Man, quick side story. At the game on the weekend, sitting like 10 seats down from me, there was like a, it looked like a brother combo. One was a Carlton supporter, one was a Docker supporter. And they, like, every Carlton goal, he would get up and just scream, just like, up the Carlton. And then every Dockers goal, he would stand up and scream. And they were both so similar, I thought they were the same person. <laughs> so they'd both Swapping scream. Swapping kit. Yeah, like, both, like, 40-year-old, like, Virgins. very similar supporters screaming. And, like, I was kind of looking. and then Were they all like, there? Like, 
there's actually two of them. I was like, yes. one's a Docker and one's a Carlton supporter. I thought like, that makes way more sense now. <laughs> but I just thought they were the same. Per- I was like, some guy has just come here just to scream. <laughs> He's just. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty weird. I'm not going to lie. But, um, but anyway, we yeah, digress. Yeah, we definitely take a Wolfie. 100%. I would always love that. He also said, if you both had dogs, whose dog would be better? I reckon I'd have... Well, I'll just tell you what sort of dog I'd probably get. Oh, I have a side story for that as well. Um, so I'd probably have a Staffy because Beck had a Staffy and I really like Staffies now. Mm. So I'd probably get a Staffy. So it's like a bulldog looking thing. I don't know. You'd probably have similar sort of dog, I reckon. Staffy would be pretty cool. I, yeah. So Beck's mate has a golden retriever who, whenever like... That's where I went for dinner the other night and um, I just basically get around this dog heaps. It's like a really cool dog. It's a Richmond family and they call their dog Dusty, Oof. Dusty Martin. Uh, I've hung out with the dog before. Actually, I posted an Instagram about it a few a while ago. Um, they're going away. They're going camping, funnily enough. Like Ooh. literally no joke, they're going camping on Stradbroke Island. And you're like, and, what's um, <laughs> And... Um, that I was like, oh, does Dusty need a walk or anything? And they're like, oh, yeah, he'd love a walk. So I'm basically stealing their dog this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've got like a whole weekend planned hanging out with this dog. It's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I reckon, the, so the, what made me think of that was I reckon you'd have like maybe a golden retriever or a lab or something as well. No, I don't reckon I'd get into it. No, I think Staffy or I'd probably get a Border Collie or... Border Collie, good dog, man. a bit more active. Being in the country... Um, can have something like that. That's a tough one. All dogs are so cool, Jack. So Mate, most dogs are pretty sweet, and yeah. if they're not cool, it's because they're like, like they no one cool would owners. like it. It's there, because they're little yap dogs that are aggro or whatever. Um, probably the crux of it is neither of us would get one of those little handbag dogs. Or you yeah, would, Johnny. I think that's. Well, you reckon I would? No, probably not. I like to rough up dogs, man. <laughs> me, me and Dusty, the golden retriever, are going to be. Having some adventures. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some hot, hot uh, photos while we're out, out and about, enjoying the town. Two um, dogs on the town. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to quiz we... me? Oh, mate, we'd love to dive in. This week we've got a general AFL quiz. Uh, it's finals related and it's for everyone at home. Monkey can't actually come up with quizzes on his own because he ha- hasn't watched any footy for thirty years. Nervous. So. Um, <laughs> I just it's got a bit nervous coming up with my own quizzes. So this is a, it's a. I'm not going to say where I got it from. I came up with this quiz. Yeah. Um, did all the mm. research myself. So ten questions coming up. Everyone play at home. If you're on the podcast, wherever you are, shout it out. Um, and let's get straight into it, Juddy. Yeah. How many prime ministers has Australia had? Is this footy the, related? Since the demons last played a final. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember you saying this. Okay, so you can't tell people that they're going to no, think no, that no. we did this before. I didn't do it before. So I was at the last. So I, the reason I know this is because I have a good mate that's a demon supporter. Um, mm-hmm. I was at the last demons final. It was two thousand and six semi final versus Dockers at Subi Oval, and we won, and then we lost to Sydney in the prelim. And then the Eagles um, won that grand final. Um, so I was at that game. So it's 2006. Now, 2006, Kevin 07 won. So 2006 was Howard. So one. 2007 was uh, Kevin Rudd. Then we got Gillard. 
eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, well, like, I don't, well, technically it went back to Rudd for a brief time, but that's not a new prime minister, but technically, technically it is. So I don't know. So that my, my number might be one off. So Rudd, Gillard, uh, Abbott, and then um, our current one, Malcolm Turnbull. So it's five or six, depending on how, whether you count those, that change. What do you want to in? I'll go five because technically we've only had five prime ministers, but one of, they changed over. It's five because yes. Howard, yeah. So yeah, five different ones. Sorry. Yeah. If you five say how many ones. different prime ministers, you can say five because like, yeah. This is going to, this is, I think maybe this could end up as 10 demons questions. <laughs> oh, really? Let's just do a demons <laughs> quiz. I, I didn't think so, but it's come out. Who captained the D's in their last finals campaign in 2006? Oh, 06. Surely it was like Neats. Do you want to lock in Neats? Yeah, I do. I think that's a, yeah. Hall of Famer, David yeah. Neats. Yeah. Neats, yeah. That he wouldn't have lasted too much longer after that. I reckon he would have retired. No. Okay. No, it's not an all Melbourne's final quiz. Who? What is the fewest wins Carlton has achieved in a VFL slash AFL season? So that's going back a long time. Oh wow! Well, they've won two at the moment. I'd uh-huh. say it, in that. Essendon. Pardon? Once one of them was against Essendon. Yeah, I know. That's how weird the season has been. Mm. Um. D's also lost to St Kilda to not make final. Like if D's had won that game, they're in final and they're not like stressing. Mm. Weird. Um, well, it's, I reckon it's between zero and two. I reckon one maybe. It's two so far. It's two. Okay. There you go. So they're going to equal their worst season ever. So new plans, this is interesting. This I didn't know this question was coming up, but under plans announced last week, Geelong's GMHBA Stadium playing surface will mm. become narrower, narrower, wider, yeah, longer, <laughs> or shorter. Narrower. narrower. Yeah, it's narrower. Well, we went through that. That's I topical know. news. Yeah, well, it's in, well, just letting everyone know that what we do is factually it's, correct. It is factually correct. How many years has Rory Sloan re-signed for? Ooh. Four? I don't know. I don't think you got that one. Five years. Five? Uh, mm. Decent which, contract. Yeah. Which player did the Magpies re-sign last week? And I can give you the four if you want, or you can pick it straight off. Give me the four. Jared Blair, Jordan DeGoey, Jeremy Howe, Jaden Stefferson. Um, it's not Jared Blair and it's not Stephenson. I reckon it's DeGoey. I think it is as well. Well done, Juddy. Yes. He's so rank. I would sign him. He is awesome. He is a gun. Mate, he's 21 or something. <laughs> yeah. He's a bull. Mm-hmm. Like so he's when, he's the forward version. Like he's probably what Jake Stringer was when everyone was like loving Jake Stringer, and probably as rank. So he when, may have a downfall soon. 
when he was suspended by the Pies for drink driving during the pre-season, mm-hmm. Dugowie worked as a carpenter, carpet cleaner, labourer, or Uber driver. La- oh, Uber driver threw me. I'm just going to say labourer because he looks like a guy that breaks rocks with rocks. I'm going to go with labourer. He worked as a labourer. Yes. Probably don't, well, how would he drive Ubers? That's silly, isn't it, by me? <laughs> He's lost his license for drink driving. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. No, I'm going to email the <laughs> about that question. Um, this is a weird one. Pat Cash, tennis player. Yep. Wimbledon champ. His father played for which VFL club? Oh, Bombers. I don't think so, Juddy. Crosstown Ooh. rivals Hawthorne. Oh, Hawks. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Oh, my God. You're That's old school. Anything, you know how you're anything before like 2008, you don't know? I'm like anything before the mid-90s, early 90s, I don't know. That's All the names. 2008 stretching it. I pretty yeah. much run out it. I can name like Grand Lion. Finals. I reckon Lions era. <laughs> yeah, well, I can Bit push. Bit of Harvey. Yeah, I can push that, but not far. All right, this is... I can't even say this woman's name, but we're going to go with it anyway. Australian tennis player, Ariana Rodionova. Radionova? Rodionova? Ooh. Current? Australian tennis player. How's this Ari- footy quiz going? <laughs> okay. is, married to, is married to which former hawk? Australian tennis player, Arena... Rodeo Give me that list. Nova is married to which former Hawk? Jack Fitzpatrick, Josh Gibson, Brian Lake, or Ty Vickery? I'm going to say it's either Lake or Gibson. Oh, Lake's such a... No, I don't reckon it's Gibson. Oh, sorry, you go. <laughs> Lake's weird, so maybe, but Gibson's like that modelly sort of guy, so we might have some, like, you know, Eastern European... Tennis champion girlfriend. I don't know. Maybe Brian Lake. Oh, that's pretty rowdy. Ty Vickery. Oh wow. I still uh, remember his like fake mark when he was concussed. He tried to take a mark and the ball was oh, like mate. seventy meters away. Wasn't that and then a preseason a maybe preseason game. Yeah, and Alex Silvani was like, uh, "Get the trainer out." <laughs> yeah. We need a medic. That was bizarre. Okay, last question, Juddy. Yeah. Father-son prospect Riley West. Yeah. Is linked to the Bulldogs, Cats, Crows, Bulldogs. or Eagles. Scott West, kid. 100%. Well done, mate. I didn't keep tally, but you're I reckon I got right. about six. I reckon I got about four wrong. Six out of ten. Ain't bad. Huh. Um, well done, that's pretty hard. That's weird. AFL are weird, those quizzes sometimes. They get real historical. Yeah. But, you know, I hope everyone enjoyed playing at home. Quiz is always fun. You can always yeah. argue with yeah, Juddy. Shout at Juddy. Um, um, let's go through this week. Yeah, definitely. So, how about the weird injury reports? Walter's out for the season. Back in. Five. Slim chance to play. In. Ryan plays the game out. Dead. <laughs> Gone for the season. Switowski, no mention of any injury whatsoever. Injured. Yeah. Bailey Banfield back in. Bailey um, Banfield dropped because Carlton are going to be too too tall because Cruiser's playing. Cruiser, late out. With a heart, <laughs> with an inconsistent... 
Oh man. So obviously he's got a bit of arrhythmia, but um, oh pardon me, I feel like duck, like burping and stuff all throughout the show. Um, so he has a bit of arrhythmia, a bit of a heart rhythm thing. But like the way they explain it, they're like, oh yeah, we started doing the pregame warm up, and he got an elevated heart rate, but then it went down pretty quick. It's like, yeah, that's called exercise, bro. <laughs> Or watching a Dockers game. <laughs> well, they, yeah, it's, yeah, well, that is a weird, like, uh, over the moon that Walters, uh, Walters is named. Walters being in is such a treat. Yeah, and he dominated last time he went down there. He should have had game of the year. He, he should have had game, like, that should have been the winning goal. And he, well, that would have been 30 disposals and six goals? Or did he kick yeah. 30 and five? No, that was a different game. But yeah, that was against St Kilda, I think. Um, last year Geelong do I mean ninth on the ladder Geelong are vying to the top 8 spot yeah. this is just a terrific opportunity for Freo to really upset um, a final like basically be, mate, let's to just be honest, it up yeah to be honest though if there is a team that we've had a bigger rivalry other than the Eagles it's Geelong yeah. in the last since oh, 2011 mate. since Definitely. probably since Lyon came over since we walked over there and tore Scarlet a week that, early into um, retirement. Yeah. Well, like Scarlet punching Ballers, they're always spiteful. They're always within a goal. Like we lost to them by a point or something. We, they lost to us by a point. Scarlet punched Ballers. Um, we played them in an um, elimination final at the G, which you and I were both present at, and we won. Pav kicked six. Um we play them at a qualifying final the next year. We beat them at their home ground. Um, mate, we have some epic games with Geelong. They're bad blood. It's But they're good games as well. Yeah. Like even last year's game. We were crap last year. Geelong played a prelim. We nearly beat them at the home deck. Mm, like I think it's, I think it's... We should have beaten them. Um, we were up by 26 or something at quarter, a three-quarter time and then they were all like, oh, Freo have to be up by six goals or more for me mm. to be slightly comfortable. I'm pretty quarter. sure we didn't kick a goal in the last quarter. We nearly kicked it on the siren. Yeah, we <laughs> literally just needed one more. It was like the Richmond game. We just need one more and we got yeah. it with Monday. We nearly got it with, <laughs> with Walters. But it's a big... Big week for the club anyway. Monday, I was meant to bring this up. Monday's officially signed on for next year. Monday, possibly Ballers, which is, I don't mind too much, whatever. And as as Sandy. Ballers, Sandy, Taylor Dooman, and we also upgraded Bailey Banfield. Yeah. It's good. I like it. A lot of those rookie upgrades are like basically free draft picks. Mm. No, I'm a big fan. Um, uh, ben all this week is back at playing Peel so hopefully he does well enough to then come in against Collingwood and play one game this year for AFL again. yeah it's pretty pretty weird the way the, the Medicos are working down at the Dockers yeah, um, who knows. He, it was all doom and gloom with him and now he's back and there's just far out there's a lot of interest in him mate I think a lot of over invested interest well um, we were talking about this it's like have you, you've played a bit of footy. Have you ever walked off a footy field and not felt sore, probably in your calves, but somewhere on your legs? Yeah. And you know, yeah. like, Getting I'm pretty sure Bernal's just like walking. That. Yeah, exactly. Bernal's just walking off the footy field. 
going, my calf's a bit sore. They're like, oh, we better MRI it. <laughs> so he's getting fucking everything investigated way too much. They're like, oh, there's a small dot on his calf here. Therefore, that's a 2.7 week injury that we need to hit these KPIs to get. It's like, mate, let the boy play. Let the man, let the boy watch and let the boy play. Yeah. Oh, I one day we'll be I, in there. I think it's over-medicalized at the moment, monkey. Yeah. Well. There you go. There's a little bit of, uh, there's a little bit of sports injury news for you. Yeah, that's coming from a trained doctor. Well, nearly trained, but yeah. Fairly, fairly well trained. <laughs> yeah. Nearly more than trained. the carpenter, more than the carpenter on the other end. Yeah, more than the cabinet maker. <laughs> well, should we leave it at that? Um, yeah, it's good a, stuff, it's a mate. funny, mate. It's a funny time slot that we've got this weekend. We get to watch the Dockers on a Saturday, so everyone should be up and oh, about that. That was mate. something else I was worried about. Like, I'm not going to know what to do on a Sunday afternoon now. Well, there is the there is the still the stock standard Perth Sunday time slot. The Eagles, um, yeah, yeah. Adelaide <laughs> cop the odd Sunday afternoon. Yeah. A Friday night's a blockbuster. That's what you want to get around. There's Saturday Saturday nights. What you touch and go, but the Saturday Sunday midday game, the old Saturday mid game, and also the other West Coast. Special. I think I reckon West Coast Melbourne will be a cracker, especially given. I think so too. Last year when they came back from, I, from the heavens. As a punting person, uh, you may not may or may not know this. I do like to punt sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Melbourne in that game. Yeah, I think so. Melbourne play way better. So the same for the same reason that I was off Melbourne last week, I'm on Melbourne this week because they are the underdog, and the Eagles weren't that good last week. They were actually shit for a lot of the game. They limped over the line against a team that had fucking one on the bench for a half uh, in hostile territory. I'll give them that, and in pretty awesome fashion with that uh, after the goal, goal after the sign. But like, I don't think the Eagles were very impressive last week. Um, so, I think Melbourne could could get them at three bucks or whatever. There's a little hot tip for you. Well, get around it. We'll be back back next week, regardless. On that note, yeah, go buy a bottle of Riverside Landing SSB and a, <laughs> a nice quarter chicken and chips with gravy, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you Enjoy next your week. Weekend of football. All right, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you.